I feel like last week I was talking a lot about the weather not weathering and it's still not weathering but um I think this week is supposed to be a little bit better and I really do want to apologize if you guys hear my heat um, because it's on and it's not really blowing out heat it's just blowing out air and I feel like y'all might hear it so I just want to apologize because I don't want to turn it off um because it's real out here um but yeah thank you so much for listening to the this is 30 podcast happy monday shout out to all of you lovely people listening on the wake up um shout out to you if you're on your way to work on your way from work taking the kids to school you know doing motherly or fatherly duties but right now because you know yesterday was mother's day we're gonna give the mothers a shout out because i know y'all probably on your way to work with the kids um so yeah happy belated mother's day mother's day is such a special holiday and um you know i just love seeing good mothers i mean i love seeing good parents period but i do love seeing good mothers and i know that mother's day can be tough for many um but first i want to acknowledge all the wonderful mothers on mother's day one including my mother um denise desiree shout out to her um shout out to my older sister roberta as well um they are great mothers and they are the greatest exemplaries i could ever really ask for um when it comes to motherhood and shout out to my friends you know shout out to um joanna and shout out to perlene because they're both single mothers and they make it look so easy i don't i still to this day i do not know how they do it i don't know how they maintain social lives active lives um and do all they do while being great parents so shout out to them and um shout out to all of you that Yesterday might have been a little bit hard for you because you were struggling with the loss of someone who was your mom or some your mom, um, someone who was a mother figure, someone who represented motherhood in your life. Um, and there's many reasons, you know why that person might have passed on you guys may not be cool there may be something going on but um i know mother's day wasn't the easiest for everybody so prayers and love to everybody who was who had a heavy mother's day um i, I you know i often on mother's day i often think about mothers who are motherless especially young mothers who are motherless um because i often worry not worry i i often think about how it must be to want to celebrate your status while also yearning and missing somebody else um to celebrate for or just you know trying to be present when um, your soul and your spirit is is sad and missing someone, you know, and trying to celebrate yourself despite. So, yeah, a big shout out to people in those predicaments. Um, as I get older and I'm 33 right now, I would say that Mother's Day makes me really happy. You know, I have 
I don't want to say I have a newfound love, but I love, I loved actually this week seeing all of you guys post your bumps with that little prompt that was, um, popular on Instagram, but mother's day has gotten a little difficult for me as I've gotten older. Um, because I want to be a mommy. <laughs> so, you know, I, I do struggle sometimes on mother's day with, um, the idea of waiting my turn, you know, waiting, when will I get to celebrate? When will I get to enjoy um, in this celebration of motherhood? And, you know, sometimes even wondering if it will happen. And I know that's something I I talk about a lot on the podcast. I hope that like one day, um, you know, when I am a mother, we could just everybody could just listen back to the pod and be like, God is good, you know, um, and I, I know that that will happen one day. But um, for now, <laughs> I will talk about my transgressions and how sometimes I wouldn't say Mother's Day makes me sad at all. It doesn't make me sad, doesn't make me envious or anything of that nature. It does just make me yearn, you know, for the day that I will be a mother. Um, so, yeah, shout out to all the lovely, lovely, lovely mothers. Um, and I hope you enjoyed your day. Um, yesterday. Um, today is another pod with me alone and I have a few subjects to discuss and I hope that I am able to give you a good pod and somewhat lengthy pod. Uh, before we get into anything, I would like to remind you guys that the three-year anniversary celebration, I have sent out invites. I have talked to as many people as I can. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, payments are due in two weeks please if you are interested in coming um you know sign up send your money and let's get it popping um so yeah so we can have a great time um but yeah I do have some things I wanted to talk about today and the first being this is random this wasn't even on my list but I recently finished Tabitha Brown's I think it's called Food for the Soul or Feed Your Soul I don't even remember um I wish I did hold on y'all know Tabitha um from Instagram I re recently finished her book and when I first it took me a while I'm just so y'all know I have been reading so slow lately and I honestly do not know what is the problem. I don't know what the issue is, but like maybe it's the distractions of the world and the distractions of, you know, us, uh, the our lives being regulated. Um, but like I've been reading so slow and I maybe a Chicago PD that as well. Um, but yeah, when I first started um, that book, I it was like very slow for me. And at first I was not. Uh, enjoying it because I felt like it was like watching one of her YouTube videos and or one of her videos on Instagram and while I thought that that's great that's a great tool for people who don't know her or just to you know a great style to write a book in for me because I follow her and I'm an avid follower it was a little problematic because I wanted something different from her however as the um, book progressed um, and the book is very redundant, you know, it's like it's nothing. I don't want to say it's nothing special because it is special. Like Tab, 
Tab has like a special sauce. And you know, the way the book is written is like she's talking to you. And as the book progressed, especially towards the more latter um, chapters, I find that like it really provided me with a great source of inspiration for um, not only just being a good person, but believing that good will happen in your life if you just believe and if you work really hard to make certain things happen for you. And, you know, there are many times where I deal with doubts and seasons of frustration when it comes to a lot of things, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to work, when it comes to family, you know, any area of life, really, I sometimes deal with a lot of frustrations and I get stuck. I get stuck in like a pattern of thinking or a pattern of this will never get better or a pattern of, you know, like when will this give? And I feel like her book, like low key, provided me with some tools for like, uh, what does God say? What does the good book say um, to manage your mind? I know that's not what the book says, but her book really gave me some tools as to like how to really shape your thinking. And if you know, if you believe it and if you believe in yourself and if you you know, really dream it, work hard at it, things can happen for you. And I know that when I close the book, it's like a mindset I really want to take with me, especially in this 33rd year of my life. I'm three months in, but I really want to take a mindset with me that, you know, good things are available to me and greatness is on the end of, you know, work on the end of personal decisions on the end of, you know, like everything. Great things are coming my way and I need to actively pursue them but I also need to be confident and know that they are also going to find me we're going to meet somewhere in the middle and I'm happy that I stayed the course and finished her book um, because Tabitha Brown is like she's just an inspiration of just like believing in yourself and just being a very chill person you know she she's she's a very simple lady she's she strikes me as like a very kind soul like she's not pretending um when it comes to anything so if you haven't read that book I think it's called feed your soul or something like that um but it's by Tabitha Brown and you should check it out yeah you should check it out right now I'm reading a romance novel and we'll see how that goes um yeah I'm not sure how much I like it yet but I'm in the early stages but anyway speaking of things that happened this week um unfortunately um you know the internet was rocked when the passing of Kevin Samuels became um public information and I believe he was 56 years old and if you I, I don't think there's anybody on this planet that doesn't know who Kevin Samuels is at this point. But um, in the African-American community and many other areas, he was like a really popular person who was like just known for saying really irate and outlandish things. Um, and I think that he had a lot of, you know, great viewpoints, alternative viewpoints that both parties men and women needed to hear at times um and he was a breath of fresh air i guess for like the media 
department. I just feel like there's a lot of um, there's a lot of us talking about the same things with the same perspectives. You know, we all have our own little sauce, but I felt like he was he just did things differently and you know that was his lane that was his lane and you know you either liked it or you 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 hated it and you know I was one of those people where I I I I could not get down with Kevin Samuels because I just thought he was really mean to women I thought he and I just I, maybe not even women. I just thought he was I, I really only saw examples of him being mean to women, but I thought he was just mean. I just thought that there was there was a lot of truth in some of the things he said. <laughs> there was I'm thinking about a video that Geraldine actually sent us when <laughs> when he asked somebody how much they weighed and then they were like, I already told you I'm big. Like, I'm not going to tell you how much I weigh. And then he was like, she was she was basically like going off on him. Like, stop asking me how much I weigh. And he was like, get your fat. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for having this little. Anyway, he was like, get your fat ass off my line. And yo, Kevin Samuels was a wild boy. Like he was sensational, you know, in all of his ways and all of his endeavors and all the things that he did. He was extremely sensational. So, you know, he had his lane, but I thought that he was really mean. I thought that the way he expressed points that could have just been made in a very respectful manner he chose to go about it in a way that had the power to like crush somebody's self-esteem or just make them question their existence on this earth and I just thought that was crazy but you know his death is very um, unfortunate is sad prayers up for his family I don't know if he has kids um, you know but yeah it's really sad and you know the internet when somebody dies oh my god the internet there's like everything is going on on the internet we have the condolences on this side we have the hot takes about his death on this side we have the he wasn't nice so I don't have to mourn his death on this side we have the extra extra hot takes on be safe and check on yourself and make sure you are uh blah 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 I even saw a meme that said niggas will talk to you about women but they won't go to the doctor like I've seen it all and you know all I have to say is that um I'm sad that he's he has transitioned to another uh, another realm and I am so sad because he was so young and you know I know that his death came as a surprise and you know I think even more I don't know how it works for the person but like it's like yo you know I'm, I'm praying he's in a, a better place but it's like yo when you kind of just die out of nowhere, it's like, and you don't see it coming and people around you don't see it coming. It's just like, yo. And I, what I, uh, another thing that I don't like is like, even if he did have a heart attack, even if like some people are like avid doctor goers, like they check on, they do their yearly checkups. And guys, some things, sometimes things just happen. Sometimes things just happen. 
people die from random occurrences all the time um i'm not i don't know his case because i don't know him and i'm not his doctor and i did not you know whatever it's called when you 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 check the body afterwards my mind is going blank my mind goes blank all the time at the weirdest moments but i didn't do the autopsy report i don't know but all i know is that sometimes there don't have to be like a hot take on everything and i guess you know if you if your job is to talk or if you just like it's weird because <sighs> I want to make sure like it would make it would make no sense for me to say everything doesn't need a hot take because that's what I do every week when I come to this podcast. I kind of give a hot take, but I just think that certain thing and that's kind of what I'm doing now. Right. Um, I just feel like everybody on the Internet is always trying to be the uh provider of facts the provider of takes the provider of opinions that people will agree with and I just feel like sometimes you just gotta let the dead be the dead like sometimes just let people live and let people die like offer condolences and keep it pushing why are we like constantly till this day three days later two days later coming up with the narratives about his death and this that and the third and this that and the third it's just like it's not like who cares it's just rest his soul and let's keep it pushing like I don't want to my thing is like there's so many people out there who are saying like let this be a um, a lesson to how you carry out your life because if you know if you do bad in this world um if you do bad in this world, that's what you will receive. And, you know, while that is very true, I do not agree. I do not disagree with that statement in no way, shape or form. What I will say is that a lot of people and work and work on the Internet really enables people to create caricatures of themselves when I think of the ultimate character I think of Wendy Williams and she didn't even need the internet to do it she just found a lane and her lane was being over the top rude sometimes brutally honest but like a lot of people who know Wendy personally they like they'll tell you she's a sweet lady a lot of people will tell you she's a nice person if you ask her family her friends they may say different so like beyond his social media personality this man was a person with a family with friends with people he was cool with and I know you gotta judge a man by his principles like you know what you choose to do for money and what you're willing to do for money and for attention and for fame is is to be noted so I'm not negating that but what I'm saying is that that could have very well been a character of who he was or what he or a lane he found that worked. And it's like if it's paying his bills, if his if it's getting him notoriety, like he's going to stay doing that. We we a lot of these people that we we dislike, a lot of these people that we don't care for, you know why we keep them in business? Because they get streams, they get views they get plays they get the most comments it's like 
when we don't like anybody or when we don't like anybody, when we don't like somebody, I think the new response to be to things that we don't like should be silence. Yo, send it to send it to the group chat. Bring it to the this is 33 year anniversary celebration and let's talk about it then. But don't engage online. Don't share these posts. Don't post them. Don't have all these um, discussions because these algorithms don't care about these algorithms do not care about feelings. You know what they care about? Numbers. They care about numbers. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't. However it gets you to talking, that's all that matters. They care about numbers. So this is not really as much. I mean, I guess I started with Kevin Samuels, but now like I'm on another tangent. But I just feel like, yo, especially in the man's death. Why are we talking? Why are we still talking about this? Like if y'all want to have a different discussion, let's have a different discussion. But May his soul rest in peace. Let's move on. Let please let's move on. And I know the internet is the space for talking and discussing. I'm not in the business of telling anybody what to and what not to discuss on social media, but please let us be moving on. Let us be going to another subject. Um I also so moving on to that other subject, I also wanted to talk about um, minority on minority discrimination. OK, now there is nothing, nothing that grinds my gears. I just want to let y'all know that I'm on my couch in my living room. I don't have a mic stand and I usually don't record on my couch. I usually record on like my little dining room table. I also don't have on no pants. <laughs> Anyway, um, I'm just comfortable. I just want y'all to know I'm just comfortable. And I just I just sat back and crossed my legs. So hopefully I say something important. But there is nothing that grinds my gears more than minority on minority discrimination. Now, this is something that I feel like if you are black, you have dealt with your whole life. And I don't know. I don't think it's a fake thing. You know, we've seen it like right before the L.A. riots. Um, the Asian lady in the L.A. corner store who shot the black girl for for allegedly stealing the chips or whatever the case may be. I'm just saying like minority on minority discrimination is despicable to me. And the reason maybe it irritates me so much is because the, the it's like what is it about black people and what is it about some asian folk and some hispanic folk that makes them think that they are of a better minority class than black people black people are top tier in so many areas of life let's not even talk about education Let's not even because once I start running down the education numbers and how many of us are degreed, how many of us are entrepreneurs, how many of us are getting to the bag and working hard, then then this discussion might be cut short. But there are too many times where I see Hispanic people looking at black people crazy, looking at black people like they're going to steal something, trying not to give business to black people. There are so many times where I see 
Asian people being discriminatory to black people, being nasty to black people. Not when we not when we spend all those dollars in your um, beauty supply stores. Not when we are the reason you are in business. It bugs me out. It bugs me out. Like these are the, the same people who keep you in business are the same people who you discriminate you you discriminate against and it makes no sense and this may not even be a situation of discrimination but i'm choosing to attach it to it because i can't and that's my business let me tell you guys something and i'm not trying to hate on any establishment one thing about me though is if you rub me completely the wrong way i will i will shout you out I will shout you out, your business out, and I will never uh, come to your business. And you have to drive me to a, a, a specific point to irritate me. Now, I, I think I probably told y'all on another pod that I do not go to uh, the lobby. I haven't been to the lobby in probably four years um because of an incident there i know there have been rumors all uh, all throughout the internet and throughout you know people's conversations that says that a lot of the owners of the lobby lit 21 the garden and some other place they're all racist i've never even experienced racial discrimination i've just experienced horrible customer service and horrible human treatment at the lobby and that is why I do not go to the lobby and ever since an incident happened with me there I I do not go there and I will not return I will never put money in their pockets again and if I didn't tell y'all the story I'll tell y'all another day because I got to talk about another place today Another new place that is added on my list is I don't even know how to say this correctly, but I'm going to say Bamboleo or Bamboleo in Elizabeth. Now, it's a new spot that a couple promoters that my friends know have been promoting. The first time I ever went was on uh, like about a month ago or three weeks ago during my spring break on a Tuesday. They were having something. I went with all my friends. On that occasion, nothing really out of pocket happened. I was able to order my drinks. One thing I noticed is that they were asking for your payment like after each drink, which I thought was weird. I don't know, like when businesses, and it's like, I get it. I understand that there are some places or there are some people that run out on tabs and do wrong. But, you know, when businesses establish these weird ass rules, when there's a room full of black people, that always disturbs me because I just feel like, my God, there are so many black people in here. What do you think that like all these black people are just not going to pay y'all? How do you even, first of all, think we're going to get away with that? And second of all, y'all went in business with a promoter who is having an event here. How disrespectful is that to his clientele or his tribe that he's bringing in here to make money. Like if I'm ordering five drinks, why am I paying for each drink after every single drink? But you know what? I had cash. I just didn't want to be bothered. Maybe I was floating on air and I just didn't care that day. Um, 
Geraldine had an issue with them because like they tried to charge her for something I didn't even eat. They tried to charge her for a meal that our other friend had, but the plate was in front of me. So she was like, yeah, you need to pay for this. And Geraldine was like, what? What are you talking about? Like, I only had one thing. So Geraldine kind of like wrote them off that day. Um, and then, so I went back and I went back on Cinco de Mayo. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to have a good time after work. Let me go have some drinks. Now... I go there and I'm having a good time. I order from the from the bar. I order a Hennessy margarita. It is not a special drink. It is just a regular Hennessy margarita. The bartender who made it for me was amazing. She made me a margarita from scratch, like a, a like from scratch, a mango Hennessy margarita, and it was busting. It was busting, busting. So then, on my way to get my second drink, right? A another bartender is making me the drink now. And first of all, they had made an announcement that shots were five dollars. Now we go into the bar, see if we could get a shot. I knew I had an idea that the premium shots weren't going to be five dollars, but I at least thought that they wouldn't be regular price. So what this lady tries to do is and mind you they're not even the regular shots they're not regular size shots or the mini size shots they're like mini mini shots that they're giving out i asked for hennessy and then i asked for a five dollar one she tries to charge me ten dollars for a it's not even a shot guys it's a teaspoon it's a tablespoon of hennessy and she goes ten dollars and i said but shots are five dollars right now she goes not this one i was like but it's ten and she goes okay eight and i just feel like that's highway robbery like what were you trying to get get with that then i asked for a hennessy margarita and i know i sound crazy right because i'm getting all these drinks but i asked for a hennessy margarita and as soon as I see her start to make it, I knew it wasn't going to be like what the other girl made for me. The other girl made me a Hennessy margarita from scratch. This girl put the margarita mix that they have been using for everybody in the store. She put the margarita mix and just added some Henny to it. That's all she did. And I was like, I really don't want that drink. I want like a Hennessy margarita like the other bartender made me. And she was like, uh, okay. And I was like, can you get the other bartender? This would not be a big deal at any other place. Like if you don't make my drink right, most people will be like, all right, I'll make it for you. And it's not like I was telling her the whole time. I was asking her, I'm like, how are you going to make this? But it's loud. The music is blasting. I'm like, how are you going to make this? Like, are you sure? Um, did it? She's like, nah, I'm going to make it. So when she's done, I'm like, that's not really the drink I wanted. So... Uh, she calls the other bartender who I said made the drink and the bartender from the jump. She was a sweet girl. The girl who made my first drink. She knew exactly what I was talking about. She was like, no, this isn't what I made her. She's really nice. She's like, I'll make her the same drink I made her. But I guess because now there's a drink there that nobody's paying for. 
the the bartender who was helping me goes to ask i guess the senior bartender the big homie bartender lady and she's like hey what should i do with this because she don't want this and she said i didn't make her drink right and the senior bartender they're all hispanic the senior bartender comes over and is given she doesn't speak to me she doesn't look at me she's like no 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 she's got to get it if she don't get it then she don't get nothing she's going off has the nastiest attitude doesn't ask me anything and i'm like bro are you serious right now not after we have eaten in your establishment this is not my first drink i have another order here on the left of me and like are you serious she was just nasty long story short i ended up taking the drink because it was loud and i just didn't want to cause a scene because i just felt myself being really upset and they were basically telling me that if I didn't get that drink that I couldn't get the new margarita that I wanted the the right margarita that I asked for so I'm like you know what I'll just take it it's fine and like that experience just like disgusted me because and I just feel like why are y'all being like that to people who are paying their money people who are tipping y'all people who are being nice to y'all why y'all why are y'all being that way and I know like some bartenders might be listening and they're like girl you don't know like people are annoying Da-da-da. but I was really nice to the girl and even before she made my drink I'm like are you sure you know how to make this like we were she was like no 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 I got it I got it and then it's like but but I'm not going back there I'm not going back there because more so more so than it's okay it's cool if a bartender gets a drink wrong it's cool if a bartender doesn't really understand how to make a certain drink the way like you know we all go to some places and sometimes you get the same drink back to back and the second one doesn't taste the right way and you're like man who did this because it, they it must have been two different bartenders and that's fine it was more so like the treatment and and the the negation of my of me being a customer of me being a paying customer of being me being in the establishment like it was just crazy to me and I just I'm not going back I'm not going back I'm never going back so I'm not trying to you know put down a company but once you like irritate me to that point literally I don't want to give you any chances I'm not putting any more dollars any more money into your establishment period no let's find a different place and I'm not trying to yeah 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 I mean until they irritate you I guess things can can stay the same but I don't I'm just saying don't nobody go to the lobby no more it ain't just me I don't really be seeing people at the lobby for real so you know, if you want to get on the wave early, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's a cool place and the vibes are always decent. It's just the service sucks. The service sucks. Even getting someone to put in our order, food orders, like there's one person that takes food and there's 15 bartenders behind the counter and only one of them makes knows how to make a good drink. Are you kidding me? Are you guys kidding me? Seriously? And nobody speaks English. And I don't, I'm once again... I don't I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not being like that because I don't have I'm an ESL teacher. I'm the last person who's going to be disrupted or feeling some type of way because people don't speak English. But come on, seriously, 
we need one person and it's like y'all are catering to a catering to an all black crowd can you just be nice or can you not act like we are the problem can you be nice anyway enough of me and my restaurant or bar frustrations on to the next um I don't know why I wrote down complacency, but I'm pretty sure that it has to do with uh, my job <laughs> and me trying to figure out how to uh, navigate moving ahead in my career. Um, something that I really want is I want to get my doctorate and I think that I'm going to go back to school very soon. Not I think, I know. Um, the only thing that has me on a halt when it comes to going back to school is money because I don't have any more money to be like to just be wasting and you know if joe biden is not gonna forgive these loans i'm not just gonna keep adding to these loans so i need like and i have to work so like i would love a fellowship or something like that that would allow me to go to school for free but i feel like for most fellowships you get like a stipend and your schedule is so busy that you cannot work. It's like having a full-time job, going to school for free and just getting a stipend. So I don't really think that I can live the life I want to live with a fellowship. Um, so I'm not sure what I'm going to do there, but I'm going to work it out very soon. But I am trying to see how I can navigate managerial positions in my field without being an administrator in education because that is not something that I really want to do um and I also just want to see if there's other areas of education other than the school you know other than being in a school building that might be feasible for me and you know the idea of looking for those things is very frightening to me like last week or yeah last week I filled out an application for a new district and I had I wouldn't say I had anxiety but it was like oh my gosh I filled out another application because one thing about me is like I am I like stability I like structure and I've always told you I had one bout with like my structure being like dismantled and it scared me it's like I don't want to ever be in a position where you know, my foundation is shaky. So trying new things and doing new things, um, especially as it relates to the security of my financials is a little, you know, is a little nerve wracking for me. Just the possibility or idea of it can be very, very nerve wracking for me. Um, so like I said, I am just, the bad part about that is that Sometimes you get stuck being complacent. Complacency is like the byproduct of being so afraid to move about being so addicted to stability is that sometimes you get complacent and I don't want to be a complacent person. Yeah, I don't want to be complacent at all. So I'm really struggling to overcome that and just do the work like Tabitha Brown says, do the work. I need to like research. I need to find other ways I need to. I need to just, you know, do the work, really. And um, the last thing, the last thing on the list of lists today is This Is Us. 
I am so sad that This Is Us is coming to an end. Um, I think This Is Us is literally one of the greatest shows that has ever been created. Like, I really need to go find out who the writers are of This Is Us and what other series they worked on because if I can find some type of like linkage between multiple series that I like, I would be, I really wouldn't be surprised, but this is us is a upper echelon show. And every time like I watch, this is us. I just feel like, damn, who do they not represent? Who do they not represent? Like the show is about a middle-class white family that adopted a black boy because they lost a triplet and they have managed to tell every single story that represents what the United States or just the world look like. They have told the adoptive story. They have told the fat girl story. They have told the popular boy with low self-esteem story. They have told the baby mama, baby daddy story. They have told the good love story. They have told the uh, I hate my parents story. They have told LGBTQ stories. They have told the immigrant story. Last week's episode with Miguelito. Like, bro, I was like, why we never found out about Miguel? And now Miguel's story was just like, like everybody can see themselves in This Is Us. They have told the adoption story did I say that already they have told the crackhead story they have told the I feel out of place story they have felt told the I lost a parent story they have told the I've been in horrible relationship story they have told the blind story they have told the blind story what story hasn't this is us told seriously like this is just a gem of a show and I know I sound excited but it is because I am like the show is just great from top to bottom and I'm actually really sad that the show is going to be ending and it's in its last chapter as they've been calling it you know I just feel like and I to be honest I keep hearing things about spinoffs but I really hope that they don't have a spinoff I just want the show to go in its greatness I don't want to be like I just I'm scared that what if the spinoff is not the greatest like and then it just tarnishes the legacy of this is us but this is us is just and it's done all of that and I don't know if it's purposeful but I love that I love that the although it tells everybody's story and I think that this is us is actually like a white people show I think it's a white people show but I love how the good character the main character the forefront character is a black character I think I love that Randall is not the one going through divorce I love that Randall is not the one with the baby mama I love that I love that you know I just Guys, if you do not watch This Is Us, please. I think that the whole world watches This Is Us, though, because it's that great of a show. But if you don't watch This Is Us, I think you should watch it. Binge it. It's the best thing to binge. Um, I think I didn't start watching This Is Us until maybe season four. Maybe season four. And I binged everything. Maybe maybe during quarantine. Maybe I think actually that's when I started watching This Is Us during quarantine. I binged the first three or four seasons and I was just like, wow, I've really been missing out on life. Um, but that is really it. My passion for This Is Us. 
my dispassion for Bamboleos in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Um, and our condolences for Kevin Samuels. That's all I got for today. That's really all I got. But yeah, shout out to everybody listening and everybody who continues to listen to the This Is 30 podcast. I'm going to not record next week um, because I will not be here. Um, but the next time I do record, I'm going to try my hardest to have a guest. Um, and yeah, please, please support the three year anniversary. Invite a friend, tell a friend. I want to meet new people. That's really like I love seeing all the people that I know at these events, too. But I really love meeting new people, too. And I like putting new people onto the pod and putting new people onto each other. Like um, I like that. I like doing that um, in a comprehensive, cool way. Um, so I really hope that you guys can make it. Deadline for payments is May 22nd, May 22nd. There are a limited number of slots available. So the quicker you pay, the better. Um, um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening to the This Is 30 podcast. Don't forget to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend, any mama, any cousin, any daddy to listen to the This Is 30 podcast. And um, yeah, peace out. <laughs>